Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment, a weekly podcast of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry, a scripturally driven men's ministry with three goals for every man, striving to be better husbands, better fathers, and more Christ-like and godly men. Join Wingman Nation co-founders Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis and an occasional special guest as they discuss issues relevant to a man's needs, struggles, habits, and hurts. And now... Here's Randy and Pastor Jay. Hey guys, welcome to uh, Wingman Men's Moments. This is co-founder Randy Ferreira, and I'm here with my co-founding partner, Pastor Jay Dennis. Hey Randy. We are so glad you joined us today for this podcast, guys. We're uh, continuing in our focus on becoming the spiritual leader of your home. And today we're going to look at nine actions of a faithful father. That's good. So if you're currently fathers, this will be very specific. If you're not, you may be someday. And if you aren't going to be a father, I'm sure you know lots of fathers out there that you could pass this on to. So part of becoming a spiritual leader of your home is becoming and being a faithful father. That's right. You know, all great change in America begins at the dinner table. That was a quote by Ronald Reagan. And you know, great quote. We talked about that. Earlier about, you know, being around the dinner table with family and spurred on, uh, you know, the father should sort of be the catalyst and make sure that happens uh, every night or as many nights as possible you can. Uh, Another great quote was by Henry Ward Beecher. The most important thing a father can do for his children is to love their mothers. That is a powerful quote. Very powerful because, you know, kids see how you treat your mom. Yeah. Excuse me, how you treat their mom right. and your mom too, by yes. the way. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they take that focus. Of course, you know, the the boys, uh, the sons see how that they should treat their wives. That's by right. The actions of the dad, how yeah. he's treating the mom and the and the daughters see how the kind of man that they would like to, to marry exactly. someday or look for. So, so as a spiritual leader of our home, we must be forever, forever faithful to making... God, our wife, and our family, you know, the priority and making yes. time to train our children in God's ways. Yes. That must become one of our priorities, you know, only after our commitment, of course, to God and our wife. Right. Um, so we need to be encouraged as dads. Yes. It's never too late to start doing the right thing. Amen. A faithful father, you know, he's active, not passive. And yeah. so many men are passive today. And you know, what does that actually mean? Yeah. You know, active dad. I mean, if if we're not actively involved in training our sons and daughters, then, you know, they will go the way of the world instead of the way of, of the gospel. Mm. And uh, and we will probably regret that. So, yeah. you know, being active is taking a conscious effort in That's our right. family life and how we set our day as a family, you know, and is dinner important, right. going to church important talking to our kids specifically about God and how interact with them, how God would react or how God wants us to react in certain situations and showing that love. So there's a lot of ways to be active as a father, and I think that's a whole other podcast. Yes, it is. Engage, Dad. Engage. Involve yourself. Well, let's look today, guys, at nine actions of a faithful father. And I hope you're maybe taking some notes, jotting this down, or wherever you may be listening. 
Think about these. Number one, place your children third in your order of priorities. That means your children come before your job. Your children come before your recreation. Your children come before your friendships. Considering a recent survey that showed American adults spend up to three hours a day on social media. You may be disheartened to learn, however, that the average family spends just a fraction of that time together each day. And as Randy was saying, that's why that uh, family meal, that consistent family meal is so important. A new survey calculated that Americans are enjoying, now listen to this, just 37 minutes of quality time as a family on weekdays. No matter how much quality you put into those 37 minutes, it can never take the place of quantity, spending time, yeah, doing things. It's not enough, obviously. It's just not enough. <clears throat> just simple things like a family meal. Number two would be a right. family meal, having family meals together at least once a day. Yes. There are multiple studies out there that show the value, uh, you know, to morals, intelligence, and overall health and, and families who eat together as a regular practice. Yeah. So many guys go, well, I've got to work over. I can't get there. And no, right. that's, that's baloney. You yeah, can exactly. get there and don't have baloney for yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, unless you like baloney. I used to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fried baloney. That was my favorite. As oh, a kid. yeah. But, but, that's part of being the active father, making sure that you set a time for dinner and that you're home for dinner. Yes. You know, most of the time, I think men don't realize that their bosses would probably respect a mm. man in work more by putting his family first and saying, right. hey, I really need to get home to have dinner with exactly. my family. And that family meal provides the dad, the leader, spiritual leader of the home, provides him a great way to disciple his family, yes. to encourage his family, to to read a scripture, to pray together. So you can combine all of that into having that family meal. Number three, discipline consistently. Do it with love and never in anger. As the spiritual leader of the home, you are both the rule setter and the rules enforcer. In other words, you are the ultimate disciplinarian in your home. So guys, so valuable that you uh, be that leader and you discipline your child. And each child is different. So how you discipline one child may be right. different from the way you discipline <clears throat> another, but it's so vitally important. So this next one is kind of a fun one. It's model and teach manners, number four. Good manners are both taught and caught. 1 Corinthians 15.33, Paul says, Bad company corrupts good morals. You know, what key manners should you exemplify and teach? Mm. We're going to talk about some of them, and it's, I think, worth talking about a lot of these, Jay. I think mm. these are really important. Yeah. And so many small things that really make a difference in teaching kids manners yeah. that that people don't realize. For instance, like... Just saying please when mm. you're asking for something. Right. You know, on many occasions I can remember and, you know, kids, hey, dad, give me that, would you? Or yeah. can, I, can I have that? Or you, you, know, you have to stop and say, well, how do you say that? Right. They remember that, believe it or not. Yes. And so many parents don't realize that. Uh. Obviously saying thank you. Yeah. Same thing. Please, thank you. 
Uh, this is a big one for me too, is never interrupt when someone is talking. Yeah. You've seen it time and time again of when course. you're chatting and the little, little ones come up and just, you know, burst right in and, that's the time when you have to be teaching them. That's right. Um, speak when spoken to. That sounds harsh, but it's not. No. It's just a matter of common courtesy. Um, smiling at people. Wow, well, you think, who's going to tell their kids to smile? Right. Well, if you don't, they may not know when is an appropriate time to smile. Or how many times can you smile? There's never enough time. Exactly. You know, right. I was thinking about that the other day, Randy, and with people wearing masks in the midst of this uh, COVID uh, concern, uh, it's hard to tell if somebody is smiling. So I did a little practice. I put my mask on and got in front of the mirror and and looked at how can I, with my eyes and with my forehead, with everything except my mouth, show people that I I'm concerned that I have I'm compassion, smiling. that I'm smiling. And, you know, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, you, people can mm. tell if you're scowling, even with a mask on. So smile behind that mask because the rest of your face will take that cue yeah, and absolutely. take over. Or just put a happy face on your mask. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have a smile on my mask and it has a cigar sticking out. Really? <laughs> <laughs> So the next one is showing respect for elders. Mm. You know, it, it, you talk about that sometimes and you say that, people think that, but there's a lot of lot of merit to that. You it know, really that is. The, the elders have earned that, that right. respect. Um, always ask, asking for permission, if that's okay to do something. Right. This is a big intuition, saying yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, or yeah. no, sir, and no, ma'am. Um, Growing up in the Northeast, you don't hear that a whole lot, right. you know, especially in New York. Uh, that's far from it. But after moving to Florida, I heard that quite a bit. And I, I, I really like that and adopted yes. that personally for myself. And, you know, as I was doing that over the years in front of my children, right. now that they're grown and I hear them talking with others, I do hear them saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Isn't that a blessing? It's really neat, yes, yeah. and really encouraging. Mm. Um Telling people that uh, who are having difficult times that you're going to pray for them and right. then actually do it. Yes, you know, being positive, not negative, is right. teaching teaching our our kids to be positive. Right. You know, um, be encouraging, not a discourager. Is another right. good one. Having the boys open the door for their moms or other ladies, or giving up their seat. You know, the car doors, things of that nature. Letting. Letting uh, teaching boys they should let ladies go first yes. when you're walking. Don't walk in front of them. Right. Walk beside them. Uh, stand when a woman enters a room. That's just showing respect. <clears throat> and, is... and there may be some who take uh, offense at that, saying, just because I'm a woman, don't do that. Well, I think because she is a woman, we should, we do, should that. do that. That's yes. a sign of respect because Jesus Christ brought a total respect for women to this world. And so Christianity was the very reason women, our womanhood, was elevated. It was mm -hmm. because of the teachings of Jesus Christ. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, we should stand. Little little things like writing thank you notes when someone yes. has done something nice or given you a present. Uh, respecting people's privacy, mm. not chewing our food with our mouth open. <laughs> yeah, Boy, a, I don't like the yeah, yes. The like smacking of our food or chewing gum, yeah. you know, eating slowly is also not only uh, has manners, but it has some digestive and health benefits. Bad language, you know, there's right. never enough 
There's never a good reason for bad language. There Just isn't. Never. And kids will hear that. I mean, you use that wrong word, they're going to pick up on it, and it will be repeated, yes. no doubt. Being good listeners, uh, looking at people in, in the eyes yeah. specifically, um, trying to look nice all the time right. and together and looking our best, not being loud or rude. Yeah. Um, also, shaking hands with a firm handshake, yes. I think, is really, really an important thing right. to teach teach a child. For sure. And when you say look your best, let, let me bring that down to going to church. You know, I've been a pastor for many years, and I've watched over the years how the how when I started out in ministry, people would dress up for church, or at least they would give their best to God by looking their best. You know, these days, I, I think we've lost the sense of that in some churches. Yeah. And I think, Dad, it is on you to set the standard here. It doesn't mean you have to go out and buy expensive clothes. Right. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about looking nice. I'm talking about the way you dress. We should show respect for God in the way we dress, obviously, in the way we come to church. And also, uh, it's showing uh, a respect for ourselves mm -hmm. when we want to look our best. Some guys may think, well, I'm not handsome, or I don't have this, or I'm too, I'm overweight, or I'm not, what, whatever it is. Guys, it's not about that. It is about taking what God has given you and looking your best for right. Him. And neat and clean, combing your hair, making yes. sure the kids are, you know, all yeah, of that. Good, good hygiene. hygiene. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that's so vitally important. And I'm sure that our listeners would be able to tell us many other uh, little right. tidbits of information here, and, and we welcome that. But it's so important to teach your ch children these things. They won't just pick it up. Mm -hmm. They have got to be intentionally taught that's these correct. things. And Dad... It is back on your shoulders. It really is. Look at number five. Intentionally spend time with each child and do it consistently. Nothing takes the place of spending time with your child, each child. As the spiritual leader, you need to be very intentional in carving out time each week for each child, uh, having a boys' night out with your son, having a taking your daughter out on a date, yes. uh, these are things that are so vitally important that I think we've we've kind of lost in our society. So we've got to regain that, and it begins in the hearts of believers. It begins in the homes of those who profess to know Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Yeah, and you know, you made a good point that the kids are all different. Even even two children of the same sex had two daughters, for example, right. and although they were a lot alike, they were a lot different, and their likes and dis dislikes were right. different. So maybe taking one out on a specific kind of date may not be as exciting for another one. That's the other right. one, are, you know, may be, may be more interested in something different, so right. you would try to do something yeah. different with that. So one size doesn't fit all. Right. I mean, you have to, to be, again, intentional and very specific with yes. that child. Well, we've got a lot more to share, and we're going to do that in our next podcast, but we are so glad you joined us today. We're in a brand new year. We encourage you to set goals and, and also to live your faith out loud, men. Be the spiritual leader of your home. Until next time. Wing man out. Thank you for listening to the Wingman Men's Moment weekly podcast. 
The Wingman Men's Ministry is based around the Air Force concept of a wingman. It uses the fighter jet theme and parallels the duties of a wingman in the Air Force, his commitment to his pilot and flight team, and how they're related to the men of your church and their commitment to God in their lives, their families, and their Christian brothers. Visit us at wingmannation.com.